You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 104. Have you ever felt like excluded or left out or just like you couldn't nail having good, solid relationships? Like maybe you would have some um, and they would linger for a few weeks or even a couple months. And then after that, they'd fizzle and you would get ghosted and feel like you can't get your text messages returned. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing all of my tips, techniques, and tricks for how I create and build relationships that rock. And while there's a lot of like tips and tricks to building relationships in business, I want to talk to you today about my personal like isms, like how I am and how I build stronger relationships and what matters to me in a relationship. Because a lot of times the people that you do business with like they become friends, they become people who it's not just a business relationship anymore. You're now doing um, friend things and hanging out and maybe doing birthday parties and getting together. And so how to build relationships that rock in any capacity. Um, so my, the first thing I want to do is share a story. So when I um, bought our, when we bought our first home, my husband, Nick and I, we actually bought a home not very far from where we live currently. It was a town home. And we lived in a community of townhouses. There was probably like 42 townhomes total. And we were surrounded by single family homes. And um, in this neighborhood of single family homes, like it was our first time buying a house. We didn't have any kids yet. So we were just excited to be homeowners, honestly. Um, And then being in this neighborhood of just single family homes, when we started going to church and neighborhood activities, I remember people saying comments and making comments about, um, like, oh, your little house or, oh, that's so nice. Or like, this is like coming in and saying just comments about like how small it was, or, um, like referring to my house as an apartment. I don't know. It was just weird. Um, and if any of you have ever been in a situation where you felt judged for the things you had or didn't have, um, sometimes it's uncomfortable and awkward and you feel like you're less than when really like, Nobody really knows your financial circumstances or how much money you have in savings or any of that. But nonetheless, like we felt, um, not, I can't speak for him, but I just felt a little awkward. And I remember feeling really isolated and feeling like I didn't belong because again, I was like in a townhouse surrounded by bigger single family homes and, um, just kind of feeling like that made me an outcast. And because of that, like I chose to become a little bit more, like skeptical of people wanting to be my friend and not only skeptical of them wanting to be my friend, but like, are they judging me? Or is this like a pity thing, which I know sounds really dumb. Like maybe you can relate, maybe you can't. And so what happened was like, as we, you know, got to know people, um, it became pretty clear. Like if the person we were hanging out with was all about the stuff and about the things that we had or didn't have, Um, or if they were actually genuinely interested in being my friend and building a relationship. Now, keep in mind, like shortly after, um, I started my blog, I had my daughter start my blog, started my business and then, um, started evolving that way. So I'm like in a new townhouse, starting a blog. And whenever you're starting something, like there's a lot of imposter syndrome anyway, because you're like, who am I to be doing this? And you may be in a situation right now where, with what you're going through, you feel that same thing. Like, who am I to be doing this? Why did I think I could take this on? Um, 
And maybe people will make comments and say like, really, you're doing that? Like, oh, okay. And even about my blog, I remember people saying stuff like that to me, like, oh yeah, your little blog or like, um, I don't know if I've shared this story here before, but I remember a few months into starting my blog, I didn't know what I was doing. I just was like trying to create content and trying to share what I love and trying to do these things. And I remember hearing through a mutual friend that another friend had actually gone out of her way to say that she thought I was, you know, um, self-centered and like anybody that would post selfies or videos of themselves on the internet was just like looking for attention and just thought it was so, I just conceited is really what she said is, is she thought it was conceited. And I, I was really surprised because here I was trying to put myself out there, trying to do my thing and trying to share something that I love doing. Um, and I was getting all this negativity. So it just was kind of coming at me from all these different directions. And I started to feel again, a lot of self-doubt and questioning relationships. And so here's, here's what I learned in the training that I went to for, um, a completely different reason. And they talked about building strong relationships and how to make yourself like fit in where you want to, so that you could leverage your relationships to not only be happier, but to have more opportunity in your life and to create an environment where you just feel safe and accepted exactly how you are and that you are in a group of people that you all know, like we're growing together. We're growing to support each other and one another. So here's the list of what I've learned and my takeaways from that training that have helped me immensely. And I want you to know that as somebody who was very extroverted after those experiences, I became more introverted and more like leery of people because, um, I used to be the type of person who was about quantity, like quantity friends. I wanted to be at everything. I wanted to go to everything. I wanted to do everything. And I had really bad FOMO if I couldn't go and be everywhere. Like if I saw a picture on the internet of a party I wasn't invited to, I would get so hurt. Or if um, girlfriends went to a movie late at night and I didn't get an invitation, I would take it personal and take it hard. When the reality was like, a lot of times I was busy and a lot of times like I wasn't extending invitations because I was making different choices to further my career and do the things that I was working on and hit my own goals. So I want to start with number one. So the first thing is for you to go first. Like I just mentioned, there's going to be times where you're scrolling the internet and you're going to be scrolling your neighborhood page or even just like look online and to see that you were not a part of something, you were not invited to something and it sucks. Like it's hard. It's so hard. Um, and so what I started to do is I started to go first and I would say, Hey, I'm going to put together this thing and invite people to it. Um, and whenever I did that, guess what? People would come. And it was a great way for me to meet and facilitate connections and to make real connections with people because I was the instigator and I initiated it. And so it helped a lot with getting more of myself out there and also I guess being in a facilitator role where I was not only just like networking and connecting and hanging out with people, but I was the one facilitating it. This is a lot of how I started to become an event planner because I wanted to bring people together. The second thing is like when you're in environments where either you're invited or you're the one that puts it together, it's so important. This sounds super simple, but it's so important that you smile and that you're happy to see people. I think in today's day and age, like we don't really connect in person a lot. It's why I love going to like a live dance class instead of just following one um, on a video on YouTube. Um, it's like the same reason I love to host things and have people come to my house like in real life instead of just connecting on social media, you know, it's because it's real and you can feel it. And so sometimes because we don't have a lot of face-to-face -face interaction, 
We don't look each other in the eye. We don't smile at each other. And sometimes you're waiting for someone else to give you permission to be happy or to smile at them. Like, have you ever been in the store and somebody made direct eye contact and you're like, oh, oh, like instead of thinking to yourself, like I should just smile, like, hi, you're looking at me. Hi. Like I'll give you a smile through a smile. Um, just to be kind. Sometimes when people look like you'll just instantaneously look away. And I want to challenge you that whenever you make eye contact with somebody, smile, just smile. You don't even have to say anything. Now this can go two ways. Like you can go into a situation, like the next time you go to Costco, just say, okay, anybody that I see, I'm going to smile at. Like it's a freaking illness or something. You're like, oh, hey, made eye contact smiling at you. But it is something that does feel uncomfortable. And if you just have fun with it and make it more of a game, it makes you feel happier. And I promise other people will appreciate it. I've actually had people stop me in the store and to say, thank you for smiling at me. I really needed that. Like total strangers that I didn't even know just from smiling at them. Okay. And it's hard. I want you to know, like, there's a lot of times where you're not going to feel like it. Just do it anyway. Okay. Just do it anyway. Uh, the third thing is go the extra mile. So I found that when I started to create really real friendships with people that I care deeply about. Um, when the relationship mattered to me, um, I wanted to do more things for them and be nice and go the extra mile. Um, and I noticed that as um, in my work as an event planner or doing trainings with Dirty Licious or, or whatever, like any time I could go the extra mile to deliver more or stay late to talk to somebody or um, stay and clean up, or just make sure everything was done before I left. Like instead of being the first one to leave, being one of the last ones to leave, and just making sure that I just put love and energy into the space and helped out and just like saw things that needed to be done, that that built so much trust with people. And not only were they appreciative, but I'm going to tell you a secret, it creates something called reciprocity. Reciprocity isn't a manipulation. It's it's where you do something nice for somebody and because you're doing something nice, they on their own accord are going to feel like they want to do something nice back for you. That's what it is. Some people will say like, oh, that's manipulation. And it's not because my heart, I'm not doing it. So I get something back. Okay. That's the difference is you're going the extra mile because that's who you are as a person. And you think like, if I were to die tomorrow, how would I want people to remember me between now and dead? How do I want to be remembered? And when I think about that, I'm like, you know, I want to be the type of person that people say, wow, Chelsea Curtis was such a giver and she was always like going above and beyond to help others um, and, you know, to, to do her best. And like, if her name was on something, we knew that we could trust her and we knew it was going to be amazing. So go the extra mile, whether it's like staying late um, at an event to help clean up or whether it's, you know, staying after a class to tell the instructor that they did an amazing job or if it's bringing a little note to tell somebody that you appreciate them, like how can you go the extra mile to brighten people's days and make them remember you? Again, these are mostly personal ones, but they can go both ways, business or personal. And they have worked so well for me um, in my life and helping me find a, a place of peace and to feel more accepted and to be okay with even somebody not liking me or be okay with not getting invited to everything. Because I'm like, you know what? Like the people that really know me and care about me, like, I know they got me and I got them and we, we will figure it out. Okay. The next thing is to ask for what you want. So a lot of times in life, um, you are going along and you kind of look at things and you'll start to feel bad or you'll start to feel like, um, maybe you're not good enough, or maybe the stuff you have or don't have doesn't make you part of the club or whatever. Um, and it's, 
it's hard. It's hard to feel like that. And so I want to challenge you, like if you're doing all the things, like you're inviting people to do your things, you're smiling, you're, you're going the extra mile and being, you know, incredibly easy to be around and, and helpful. Um, if you are still feeling like you're not getting what you want, ask for it. Like, let's say you want to be included in the planning of the next, um, Christmas party or something like that. You could ask for that. You could get together and say, Hey, who's in charge of this? I want to participate. Like how, how do I get involved? Right? It's super simple. Most of the time people are just in their own worlds and they don't even understand that that may even be on your radar. And I can guarantee you nine times out of 10 offering to help or be included in helping with something. People would love it. Like they would love it and be like, Oh my gosh, thank you for saying something because I would love to have your help with this. It's also a good way because you become more communicative. So it's a good way to build your relationships when you ask for what you want. Okay. Okay. The fifth and last thing is for you to stand out. Um, and I don't mean this like in an awkward way because (laughs) you know, it's not like you need to stand out in a weird way. You need to stand out by being just kind and nice and letting it just like overflow from you, you know, be the type of person who people want to be around, be the type of person who smiles and is happy and is and is speaking kindly of others. If you're the type of person who's negative and you're always gossiping and saying like other people um, are mean or not nice or whatever, like that's not fun to be around. And I like to assume that everyone's trying to do the best they can. Now, if you really are in an environment where people are negative and are not fun, like why would you want to be around that anyway? So then at that point, you need to make a decision. Like if that's how they're going to act and they're not going to... um, you know, be nice. I don't want to be included. So whether you get removed because they're not inviting you or whether you are removing yourself, you just have to be okay with that decision. And to say, you know, i really have limited time and I want to be around people who are going and doing right. So as you're moving forward, building relationships in your life, be very conscious. I want to leave you with this thought. You are the sum you are made up and your success is equal to the five people that you spend the most time with. Isn't that interesting? Statistically, how much you make, um, the type of career you have, how much success you have, the type of life you have, the type of relationships you have, the emotional mental health status, like all of those things are going to be based on the five people you spend the most time with. So think about that. That's something that you can control. You can control who you spend time with. And you can be saying, well, uh, that's not true. Like my family is super negative or my mom's really mean to me, whatever. Like that's still a choice. You know, Um, I'm not particularly close with my parents and it's a choice. Like I don't enjoy spending time with them because they're really negative and they tend to say things that are mean to me. And as I started to limit time, guess what happened? I limited time with them and then they stopped saying so much negative stuff about me. So now when I see them and it comes up, I'm just like, what? We're not going to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it. Right. And that may sound mean, but I'm a happier person because of it. So I'm not saying like you need to go and like completely blow people out of your life. Like have those conversations go first, you know, like be positive and then ask for what you want. And it will not only help you to have the types of relationships that you want, but have more quality relationships. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that as you're moving through that you take more ownership and control of your situation and your circumstances and don't worry about what other people say about you. Life is too short to be surrounded by negative people and you deserve better and there's good people out there, okay? So 